You're listening to another episode from the Major Matic Podcast, where we talk about topics related to your mental health. I am your host, Trisha May, and let's get right into this episode. So today I am here with my husband, Calvin. Hi. And I just wanted to talk to you guys about... Well, what happened today? So basically, Calvin and I, we went to Orange Theory Fitness. Uh, if you guys don't know what that is, that's basically like a um, a fitness program where you have classes that are directed by a coach and you guys go fast and hard on treadmills and was that the rowing machine and like floor workouts and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And you alternate between that. Anyways, that's what it is. Um, so we went there because I want to make a lifestyle change, right? So um, it was it was just a trial because we wanted to try it out and see if it actually fits with what we're kind of looking for. So how did you like it, Calvin? <laughs> you crushed everything. I was like, okay, so you get this fitness tracker that they have and it's connected to their leaderboard and the whole class can see your progress. And I I don't really like that. But I could see Calvin, even though it's his first day, he was killing the scoreboard. And I was like, I had nothing. Like, I, I, I am not kidding when I say I had zero splat points. And Calvin had like, how much do you have? Like 97 or some shit? I don't know. So, yeah. Well, it's hard because like, it, you can't really, you can't compare yourself to other people because everyone starts at different that's true starting points <laughs> I so. hate how you're like you've always had it's, the faster metabolism and I hate that it's honestly. not like even, you you're, you don't even put in effort like in trying to like lose weight you just do naturally it's like yeah. I thought it was I thought it was fun I think like uh like looking from outside in. It was pretty much what I expected it to be, I guess. Oh, really? Like, it's super fast-paced yeah. where there's a coach telling you, like, when to switch, like, when to, like, um, go faster or go yeah. slower or, like, take a time. Yeah. But, like, everyone sh- is going to go their own pace, right? Yeah. So, that being said, towards the end of the workout i started constantly checking my watch and the world knows or not really the world but like if you know me you know that if i start checking my watch it means i'm having anxiety (laughs) and i want this class to end right so i'd be checking my watch and like i honestly don't even remember what time we started the workout at the workout goes for an hour and i didn't remember i didn't even remember what time we started uh and so um i didn't know that it was already like more than halfway through the workout and i was literally dying i started feeling really dizzy but i kept going and i felt so self-conscious honestly i, I felt like i looked like like i, I felt like i looked stupid because <laughs> like everybody was doing so intense like i mean everybody was like just just you know doing their thing and then there's me i'm just like oh my god but like um I got really anxious because I kept looking at the board and I'm like, my score isn't going up. And your score was it's, so high. I was like, are you kidding me? Like, what the heck? It's not a it's not a leaderboard. Well, to me, I'm like, I just 
I just look at mine and I'm like, <laughs> I I kind of try to like push myself to limit. I fucking hate you, man. But it, it's not. That's that's not really the point. The point of it is to to see your progress. It, right? Well, the point of it is to actually have a good heart rate going, okay. and there's like the gray area, and then yeah. you can go all the way up until the red area. And they don't want you to be in the red area the entire time. They want you to be like in the middle to then have like a green, good heart the green rate. area so there's yeah. so for those of you who don't know there's like uh different levels of um not intensity but like different levels of burning yeah calories. Well, the tracker tracks like how intense your yeah heart is beating so so the first the very minimal level is the gray area so you're not really doing much and then it goes from gray to blue to green to was it orange? orange and then red and red is like the most intense uh like you're going all out you're pushing everything you know so uh anyways i uh was having my little mini anxiety attack and my brain was legit just telling me or not really like it was just telling me you gotta stop ask the coach if you can leave early you can't do this like you know it's too hard there's too many people there's this there's that all these excuses of like you know and then like being self-conscious and everything and so what i did was i remember i was on the treadmill going fat or go going like uh at the speed that the coach was telling us to go to and i just needed a drink of water i just i couldn't so i stepped outside and well i told the coach that i need to get a drink of water because obviously she's like are you okay and I'm like, yeah, no, 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 I just need a drink of water. And I remember I took my time in the locker area uh, to get a drink. And I was like really at a battle between myself and myself. <laughs> I was really just like thinking, okay, am I going to finish this workout? Like, I mean, it's a free workout. I'm not, I'm not paying for it. And then honestly, I was just like, you know what? It is a free workout, so might as well make the most of it, right? So I was like, fuck it, I'm gonna go do it. And I went back into that, I went back into that um that room and I went back on my treadmill and I finished it and I was so happy. And like I was just like, okay, whatever, I'm gonna just finish this this whole thing. It's fine. And it felt so good after like i felt so good about it because i'm like oh my god i actually said no to my anxiety and it took a lot of like thinking and it took a lot of um getting out of your comfort zone to actually do that so i'm really proud of myself but at the end do you remember the coach took the people who were doing the orientation or the trial tonight including us uh she took us near the leaderboard and she was like uh explaining to us how to read it and she was giving examples of like like for calvin like calvin burnt like how much did you burn like 900 something calories or something mm -hmm. and she said that you probably burnt like a thousand but um and then she was explaining to calvin because calvin how many splat points did you get again can't remember like around 40 yeah and like <laughs> and I'm not kidding when I tell you that he got the most because I was keeping track. This is how anxious I was. I was keeping track of his score. Why? <laughs> I was keeping track of your score compared to everyone else. And then, of course, me because I was the only one with zero splat points. And I was so fucking... 
And like when the uh, coach pointed that out, because she was pointing out my score, Calvin's score, and then these two other people who were also doing the trial, she was uh, pointing out their scores too. When she got to me, I legit wanted to cry because she was like, oh, uh, Trish, you didn't get any splat points, which is okay, blah, 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 blah. And then Calvin pats me on the back and I'm like, what the fuck? Giving me that pitiful pat I wasn't on the back. back. I was yeah, you didn't know. Back. I, I like, same okay. thing. But like, <laughs> I was like, oh my god, and I legit wanted to cry. But I was like, I asked the coach, what can I do to like, um, get splat points? And then she said to just like basically increase the intensity or the incline of the treadmill incline and speed. Was it like miles per hour or whatever? Um, I'm not sure because like you're different body right i mean the no, 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 girl like, like like what did she like she said like what was that those controls on the treadmill there was like a well, the incline increase the, and the incline speed. and the speed okay so it is the speed so yeah she told me to just increase those and what she what ideally we want to be in the green zone i was in the blue zone calvin was in the red zone and i hate you for it <laughs> it was hard being in the red zone oh, shit. yeah actually it's actually i don't know it's kind of weird how accurate it is like when I'm in the red zone, I'm like, I'm fucking dying. Like, you it's don't so look hard. like you're dying. You just keep going. Like, oh my god. Well, okay, there's a few things. So, so the girl next to me, yeah, she also said she had a hard time. Like, oh hanging yeah, because yeah. she, she, well, she had a hard time getting her heart rate up too. Yeah. So she had the same problem. Really, right? I thought you like. I thought your heart rate. Like it's easy for your heart rate to go up. That's what's what I thought. what's odd is you you followed. I I was doing the, what is it the, the speed walking one, which is like the lowest tier, the slowest you. Yeah, go. I was doing speed walking. You were jogging. I was right? no, I was doing the speed walking too. You were? like we were doing the same thing, and and the girl next to me was doing the same thing too. So like I was You were speed walking. Yeah. You weren't jogging. No, I wasn't running. What the frick? You said you were gonna run or jog or whatever. Nah, I don't like it. Cause I just realized <laughs> how bad my lungs because like for me mm. I need to work up to it because I haven't done it for a while. Yeah, that's true. I haven't ran in a while. You can't really like run. Run like like, like, like fucking Hussein Bolt. <laughs> you need to like build endurance up. It always like comes down. But like so so your anxiety, is it because of the people? Is it because like everything, pretty much everything that you were mm. like, like the point, you were worried yeah, about the points? Yeah, it was just a bunch of stuff. Like it, the point system for sure. The people around me, although they didn't look like they were paying attention to me at all because everybody was like basically doing their own thing. Uh, my mind, my anxiety was telling me, no, 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 you look stupid. So it was that and also i was getting uh, like i was getting uncomfortable i was like being pushed to my limit when it comes to exercise and that hasn't really happened to me in a while and i was just really uncomfortable i'm like i don't want to do this i don't want to do this i want to go home i want to like i just want to like be comfortable in my bed you know <laughs> like that kind of thing so it was a lot of that and it's just all rolled into one and it was like but i'm glad because i actually didn't listen to it in the end. I'm like, I'm gonna just do whatever. Just yeah, do because, my thing. Because like it, <laughs> it's their first day. Like 
Why All right, you... I forgot. It's your <laughs> it first is my first day. day. Oh my gosh. Like, unless you're doing this so for funny. a year and you haven't lost any weight, then yeah, then something's that's weird. wrong. Yeah, something's wrong. <laughs> but, like, this is your first day and you're like. I'm like so hard on you myself. Feel, what the you fuck? feel bad. Yeah. On your first day. But what I see, like, all these people, they, they come. There's so many different kinds of people, just like how what uh, Stephanie said. She said, like, all kinds of people come in yeah. to, like, do this program yeah. or do this uh, this Orange Theory fitness thing. So, for those of you who, oh, obviously, you guys don't know who Stephanie is, but <laughs> um, she's one of the, what is it? She works there as, I don't know, she's at the counter, but yeah. she's also be uh, becoming a coach soon. So, shout out to her. And we also met... This other guy, his name is Andy, and he's awesome. So shout out to them. Hello, if you guys are listening. I don't know if you guys ever listen to this, but I'm just saying hello. You guys are awesome. Thank you so much for making my night that much better. So yeah, if, if it weren't for the workout that was, you know, that I looked forward to, it would have been the people who worked there, like Stephanie and uh, Andy. They were like really nice and they were really encouraging. I love them already. And it's only been my mm-hmm. first day. <laughs> That's so funny. So, yeah, all in all, I would say the workout went well. And it's such a big deal to me because, like, the anxiety part. Like, I got through it and, like, I'm alive. Like, what the heck? Yes. So, I think next time what will help you improve is maybe if you, like, sign up, you can, since we're not working, like, conventional jobs, you can just go like on like 10 a.m or something yeah i was thinking about that not as much people there and you also gotta make sure like you're hydrated and yeah uh, you've eaten something that's actually i forgot to tie my hair back i don't know if you noticed oh i don't know i totally forgot that's another thing (laughs) so yeah so preparing to work out is actually helps a lot when you actually do work out yeah I always make the. I, I was so scared because I, I ate like crap right before and I didn't <laughs> drink that much water. So I was yeah. so scared I was going to get a cramp. What did you eat? I forgot. I ate chicken and fries. Chicken nuggets. Oh, chicken nuggets. That's different than chicken. And okay. French fries. Okay, chicken and French fries <laughs> right before a workout. That's so funny. And I was like, oh shit, I didn't, drink, has I didn't drink a lot of that's water. No nutrients or anything. See? That's so funny. So. I think I thought it was fun. I I think we weren't as prepared as we could have been because it was like we thirty minutes to like explain everything. Yeah. Like how it works. Well, and all I feel that. like you in order to actually understand what's going on, you gotta be in it, right? You gotta do it first. Well, like I I didn't understand the f- the floor. When yeah, we were, like, same. I'm like, like I was like, how many times are we supposed to do this? Oh, it there's says two rounds, right? But I. I do two rounds and then everyone is still doing it. I'm um, like, do we keep doing? I don't it know if we... you saw the uh, you you read like you know how there's the the workouts listed yeah, in, in the screen. It. At the bottom, there's a thing that says if you finish early, just keep doing the keep repeating all the exercises except for that the burpee thingy where you like go down and then um, you go up and then you go down again yeah. and then you go yeah except for that one. Yeah, so that's what it said. So that's what I was doing. I was freaking dying because I 
it was so hard for me to do that squat burpee thingy majigger because my ankles are not flexible like for those of you who are interested in knowing this little tidbit i'm asian and i'm and calvin's asian too we he can do the asian squat my sister can do the asian squat my mom can do the asian squat except for me i really can't so the asian squat is basically you're able to squat really low to the ground so you're basically sitting but you're on your feet um and they're resting on their heels i can't do that i legit can't my my ankles don't bend that at that angle it doesn't and it's been like that since i was young like since i was little and it hasn't changed and so doing the those burpees were really hard for me because the coach would be like oh you gotta put the most pressure on your heels and i couldn't do it so i would be off balance but i still try to do it because like you know it's a workout but um i still try to do it but it's really hard for me I don't know. Was that a challenge for you? I don't think so. I saw you. You well, were just I was, killing it. <laughs> no, I was trying. I think. I, well, I did it wrong the first time because you're supposed to land on your heel, not yeah, not your. Tippy I was toes. landing on your yeah, my tippy toes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, but it was good, right? The entire time I was like actually thinking about you. I was thinking like, Aww, are you okay? You're so sweet. Yeah, you I came over to, to me sure. that one that one instance. You were like, are you okay? Because I was. He's thirsty. like, there's water outside if you want, and I'm like, I know, I brought some. Jeez. But, no, you didn't. I did. It's in my it's in my bag. Yeah, the entire time it was in your. Yeah, but I didn't. I didn't. I don't know. I didn't even tie my hair. I didn't even. I wasn't even like prepared. <laughs> Yeah, so, yeah, all in all, I think that was a good workout. I think it was good. So, after that workout, we came home, we ate, I ate salmon, Calvin ate tinola. Tinoli. Yeah, so, um, anyways, I went upstairs because I was actually inspired to do, um, or to edit these photos that I took, uh, for this fashion show it's supposed to be like a marketing photo for this fashion show that i haven't edited yet and it's been sitting in my hard drive for the past two months and i still haven't done it so i did it and i only got through i think like five photos because honestly to retouch a photo it's fucking hard especially if the person's skin is not um like it is not 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 perfect but like if if their skin has a lot of blemishes it's really more time consuming to retouch um so anyways i was doing that for a little bit and then i get a text from my sister and she she's asking me how i am because she just remembered me because um she got i think she was talking to her boyfriend's sister's friend because her boyfriend's sister's friend was having suicidal thoughts and she wanted to text me real quick just to make sure i'm okay because she told me whenever somebody brings up depression or anything like that she always thinks about me and she always worries about me and she always wants to make sure that i'm okay right i'm like it's so cute sister (laughs) right shout out to her hi ate you guys follow her her instagram is at angelica fey i will link it in the description below she's awesome she's also an influencer so if y'all want to hit her up for some branding if you're sad then (laughs) yeah if you're sad go hit her up no but like yeah she she does branding stuff too so 
holler at her so anyways um she was like uh talking about this and it it's actually what inspired me to want to do this podcast like right now is the fact that like it's really hard because like I, I like when she says that she was talking to this person who was suicidal i'm like what do you even say to that person right like me having had or having depression um i don't even know what to say to myself so i i'm like thinking what do other people who are looking from the outside in thinking or like like what do they say like what can they say right so you calvin being my husband and having to deal with this 24 7 like isn't it funny how i can't actually think of the things you say to me like right now like i can't think of the things you say to me when i'm actually depressed like I know you just like try to encourage me and stuff, right? But like what goes through your mind like when you have to deal with it firsthand? Like, you know. Well, it depends. Because sometimes, sometimes I, the encouragement, it, I just need to feel the vibe. Because like the sometimes, vibe. yeah, like, I mean, like sometimes your depression is so bad that like if i try to say anything encouraging it'll make it worse so like oh, i need to gauge like this is the severity of it no, that's true. so you need so <laughs> i can you give us an example no... of like something that you think would encourage me but it has the opposite effect uh like an example like if you like if it's bad enough when you think about like you don't like nothing's working and nothing's gonna like work i can't just say like well if you keep going like it'll work like that's oh don't kind of like make it worse right that's true because if you're like if somebody's like oh i see how it go okay so it's because um I think the reason why when you say that it actually has the opposite effect is because um, when you tell someone, oh, if you just keep doing this or if you keep going like this, then it gives them the idea that they're not doing enough. That's the thing, mm -hmm. right? So it's, you know, what, what, what you think was really harmless uh, when you're trying to encourage them, it actually sometimes has the opposite effect in that it tells them, oh, so I'm not doing enough. I have to do even more but i'm at my limit you know it's kind of mm -hmm. like that so i see i kind of see where yeah. you're going with this so if it's bad enough then i would only i would just tell you that i'll be there for you i'll be like here for you i'm here i'm still here right yeah i just try to like make you think about like your surrounding like who you're not you're not alone physically right you might feel alone mentally yeah but i try to like remind you that i'm still here but it's hard because like if you don't know the person you don't because you don't say that to like i mean i guess you can i i never been in a situation where like i have to comfort a person that i don't know that's i haven't oh, been I there see. before that's so true. i don't know it might be the same might be completely different yeah like how i comfort you because yeah. i already know you so i i don't know how i would 
deal with someone who's... like i remember one of my friends one of my close friends she uh came to me and she was like asking me like because uh she was trying to cheer up her other friend and because her other friend is actually going through such a bad time right now in terms of depression and mental health like she's going through such a bad time right now and my friend wanted to help her out and she didn't know how so we just came up with this idea that you know like don't try to push yourself onto her because it's not going to work because i know that firsthand like when i'm depressed i don't want to see anybody i don't want to hear from anybody i don't want to do i don't want to exert any effort into communicating or socializing with anyone and so my friend wants her friend to know that she's there for her so what we came up with is that you know she sent her or she dropped off this like little basket of like fruits and little gifts and stuff just to remind her that you know someone still cares about her and i think it's a good way of just um like i don't know if she's going to appreciate it or not i kind of feel like she won't appreciate it simply because that's the nature of depression you don't appreciate anything and um but it might like it might work like it might there's still that chance that she'll be able to like be encouraged that oh someone's still here for me right mm -hmm. so that's that just goes into the whole like other people how other people like speak or how not speak but like how other people show that they care towards another person who has depression right yeah, or, yeah. I, I don't know it's really hard because unless you know the person because to me there's not just one kind of depression there's there's a lot of different just like yeah it's just like cancer there's not just one just cancer one there's like a million right? different kinds of cancer and you don't use the same treatment for every single yeah. one so same thing with depression you don't you say different things depending on what kind of i guess what kind of depression they have yeah so actually that brings up a good point because you know how like everybody says oh go get help you know just reach out to someone and get help but you know you make a good point where it's not that easy to get help because not only is like i don't know about um other governments but our government here in canada uh mental health is not considered as serious as a physical illness um and uh some ways that it is not considered as serious as a physical illness is the fact that it's really hard for us to get help medically when we have mental health issues. For example, psychologists are not covered by insurance. So when you have an appointment with a psychologist, depending on the psychologist, it could cost you a lot simply because it's not covered. And on top of that, psychologists are not able to prescribe medication. So for you to even get medication, um, you got to go through a psychiatrist or your physician. And if you, you know, if you do have a psychiatrist, it'll take you months before you can even get an appointment with them. So, you know, there's there was this petition recently to uh, allocate more funding into mental health here in Alberta. And, you know, you best bet I fucking signed that thing. Like, you know, like hands down, whatever, I'm gonna sign it. 
Um, but anyways, what I'm trying to say is it's already hard enough to get help through healthcare, but it's also socially difficult to get help simply because what Calvin said is that depression is different for everyone and not a lot of people know how to talk to people about it. At the same time, the people who are trying to help, like your friends or whatever, don't necessarily know how to handle it or what to say to you, right? So I think you raise a really good point where it's not just hard to get medical attention for mental uh, illness, but it's also hard when you're just trying to get help from your family or your friends because they don't really understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's also a responsibility of the people around the person to actually okay so i think like the best thing you can do to if you know someone who's depressed like for sure you know they're depressed the best thing you can do is like just keep tabs with them and be you can be try to be close to them right like make sure you think it's a it's like a responsibility for other people. That's a weird way of putting it. Cause well, I don't think that. Like, I feel like it's. Well, I, I think know. it's a. If, if you actually care about this person, if you like, obviously, I don't. Not everyone's gonna have the time, yeah. or patience, or any kind of stuff to yeah. like actually help the person. But like, if you actually, if you want to help them. You just got to, like, be prepared to like, be very patient and try to understand them. Yeah. Because, like, at the end of the day, like, whatever they're feeling is going to be, like, pretty intense. And it might bring you down yeah. along with them. But, I don't know. I don't know how I, like, because, like, I'm... I'm a pretty like simple and I try to be positive person. Yeah, you're you're generally a positive person by default. So like, (laughs) I do get like depressed. I you get depressed? No, I don't get depressed. What? (laughs) No, that was wrong. Wrong thing to say. I'm worried now. Oh my god. (laughs) I feel the depression when you're depressed. Like I feel it. But like there are those days were like yeah you told me this you're like can you please get over this shit right now because i gotta work like you told me that remember in the car the other day you were like there are times where like you're just down and depressed and i have to comfort you and i'm like i don't have time for this well that's (laughs) not i'm like oh you don't have time for me i'm not important anymore (laughs) well that's not like that's not something i'm trying to like like obviously at the end of the day i'm like well i wish that you'd have no depression yeah and it's gone and that's what i wish for you because you'd be happier right yeah but like i'm not gonna like also abandon because just because you're having depression episodes true so like for me what my best suggestion if you want to really help somebody is Try to understand them as a person because you can read as many books as you want, but like it, it can depression. it could help like different techniques. But like ultimately, um, 
the solution will depend on the person and what kind of depression they have. Yeah. And you just gotta. <sighs> it's a very complex. Like problem. honestly, I feel like I can't really blame people who um. Like I don't know. Like this is gonna sound so like controversial when I say this, but when people commit suicide and people react to it like you know they didn't see it coming or like um it was inevitable or something like i hear people say that like it's actually like it's a thing like when when somebody commits suicide i hear people say well it was inevitable it was only like a matter of time because this person had already started going downhill and they did then the people like the people around them didn't know what to do so i can i can like I don't know, like, I, it's weird how, um, I have no idea what I'm trying to say. (laughs) It's weird, it's just weird how, like, do you think people are, like, helpless like that? Like, like, you, can you prevent suicide? Because people, like, for me, when I'm, like, really down in the dumps, like, I would think I get suicidal and... I just wish that I I have control over whether or not I continue to live or not. Like it like control as in like it's easy for me to just die, right? But it's not. You gotta like you know I don't know. You gotta do stuff to like kill yourself, and sometimes it's not even foolproof, you know. So okay, like I don't think I don't know. It's really hard to help someone who's like suicidal. I think because people around them especially i don't know they just don't know how to deal with it sometimes but at the same time i cannot blame people for not knowing what to do about it right because i myself don't know how to deal with it completely like it's hard to talk to someone who's depressed honestly and and that's coming from someone who actually is depressed (laughs) It's just really hard. It's hard to there's I don't it's hard to fix it, right? Yeah, it's there's no well, hopefully there's a fix in the future. Right. But for now, like I guess what I can only speak on is like my experience with you, right? Yeah. So didn't you say that before you met me you didn't really know depression was a thing or like you didn't you didn't understand depression? Well, yeah. Like before I I don't know what to do right so i don't know like what it feels like yeah like so i can't empathize so yeah what am i supposed to do so i mean the first thing i do or did was like accept it and validate it and be like okay that's what you're feeling and just pretty much just be there for you when you get depressed and then the time when we're at when we were living at in the apartment, that was pretty bad because you you don't even remember. I don't. That's the was. weird thing. I don't remember most of the things that I that Calvin tells me were like really bad times. Like so I don't like, remember most. So of like them. in a month, you would probably feel since we we didn't know you were bipolar, right? Yeah, we didn't. Not so yet. like in a month, like. Probably for one week, you would feel pretty good. And then for the next two, three weeks, like, you feel really depressed. Like, every day, you'd be in bed, right? Yeah. 
So like what happened, what I had to do was pretty much change my lifestyle. I couldn't work a full-time job anymore. So we just tried to do, well, I tried to do as much as I could to like accommodate like, well, yeah, I can't work full-time. Well, maybe I would like freelance, right? I yeah. made a little bit of money off freelancing. And I blame myself, honestly, for you having lost your job. Because... Well, like for me, I don't. Ha I like where I am now because I've learned so much and I've grown so much. Like for me, I, I do. I try to do a lot of things that I don't regret. Like, well, that's an entirely different topic. <laughs> I feel like you're gonna get into videography because you're a videographer. <laughs> Yeah. And you actually like doing it. And you got into it because you met me. So. Yeah. 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 But, <laughs> but that's a different story. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So your depression just. It didn't never go. Never, never went away. There's always. Yeah. It's just. It comes in waves. Yeah. It's some days some weeks or like or some months there might be good they're really bad and then sometimes. months might be bad it's all it's always random for me i just try to keep my guard up it's up all the time like, i remember it is weird because like this is i don't know i don't know if this is related or not but like i'd have a i'd have like a dream sometimes where you do something shitty and i wake up and i cry about it I'm remember. like, Calvin did this in my dream and I didn't like it. Now I'm crying. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. And I like I get mad at you and I'm like, why'd you do this in my dream? And it's it's weird. I think what depression has <laughs> like the silver lining oh was um when we fight, I don't continue it at all. Like I stop it the moment when I think it's like gonna trigger you so like i learned that early on during arguments i learned that arguments are arguments are there for a purpose but like what I, is that purpose i don't though? like arguments are there to like kind of build character right like you're living with this person and you you're 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 never gonna like agree with everything with this person when yeah. you live with somebody right That's you're true. not ever gonna agree with everything so you need to learn to compromise and learn to even if you're right you shouldn't like be the one like, oh putting so you're, in the face. you're you, you saying can't... that you even though you're right sometimes you just like well some back I, down yeah just so that i can have my mental well peace. i need like i learned to like I need to back down either I'm right or I'm wrong because mm -hmm. at the end of the day, like the argument doesn't really matter anymore, right? Mm, that's true. So like, I feel like you learned a bit from that too. Like if I, if we argue, like you want yeah. to, to stop too, right? Yeah, there's times Cause when I'm just like... it's not a good feeling. Yeah, it's not a good feeling. And then when I think about it, I'm like, what's the point of this? argument yeah. so like <laughs> in a way depression kind of like made it uh, arguments that? like it's it's kind of a mediator yeah 
Cause like remember I don't... that argument we had where we were arguing about North America and North America, mm-hmm. like which one's north, which one's north. It's like yeah. <laughs> I was pointless. I was yelling at you already. I was uh-huh. like, oh my god, uh-huh. oh, it's so funny. I just remember that randomly. I'm sorry. Go ahead before I so rudely interrupted you. Mm-hmm. Um... You said depression was like a mediator. Yeah, that's a weird way of putting it. I never thought of it that way. Like, I never thought that there's, like, you know, it had a role to play other than just well, making because, you depressed. <laughs> well, because I, we get to see, like, couples who don't have to deal with depression. Yeah. And their arguments are a lot more intense. Yeah. Because, in a way, they know that they can take it. Like, you're not going to get triggered. Yeah. And like go kill themselves. Oh, that's true. Oh my god. What triggers me though? Or like what triggers someone who's depressed? Definitely be careful with your choice of words, right? Um because like we said earlier, what you think is something that you're hoping that would encourage them can actually turn into the opposite. So I think you're bad. You are bad with communication sometimes. Like your tone. Your tone has everything to do with it. Oh my god. Mm -hmm. But then you're like, this is how I normally talk. And I'm like, no, it's condescending. It's like, it's so funny. Mm -hmm. But yeah, um, that's the thing. Because like, I even I don't really know. Like when I'm and you guys would think that, you know, me being um, experienced with depression I would know how to approach someone who has depression as well. I don't. I, I, I try to stay away from it. So is that, isn't that weird how like I'm, I'm repelled by other people who have depression, but I have depression myself and I know how hard it is. So I can only imagine what it's like for other people who are just going about their day and all of a sudden their friend is depressed and they're like, oh shit, what do I do? Like, you know, because mm-hmm. then there's me. I understand what's going like. I don't really understand the whole thing because every depression is different, right? Um, But I understand, like, how it feels. And even I don't want to deal with it Mm -hmm. because, you know, it's just, uh, it's why, I don't know, people are repelled by it. It's just Mm -hmm. an uncomfortable, awkward situation where we're not 100% sure of what to do. But I feel like what we can do to improve that is to actually be more open about talking about it, right? Mm -hmm. So yeah being more open to talk about it and how do you even talk about it i feel like you know i guess you could begin with like well you talk about it how like talk about your lifestyle talk about like your diet because depression it doesn't just attack it it's not just being sad it's like there's there are ways to kind of like remedy it make it a little bit better yeah there's medication there's but, also holistic ways <clears throat> of uh, medicine right yeah but like obviously if you're if you're poor and you can't afford a lot of things yeah medication is expensive and if you don't like your body image and if someone called you like ugly on the street then all of that it stacks on top of you right and it makes you like makes you go towards like the depressed the depressive state so 
for me, I think like we're working. I don't know about you if you know it, but like I've been trying to like, I guess like build your um, build you up in terms of like oh yeah, like telling you that don't listen to people, don't yeah. listen to opinions, like listen to yeah, yourself. Yeah, I have a bad habit of listening to people way too much and caring way too much about what people think about me. Yeah, like you need to. Be able to just like have a stronger mental state, and I feel like it'll help. Yeah. With being depressed, and the same thing with like I mean like if you don't if you don't feel good about yourself about like your body then yeah obviously I would tell you to like go lose weight and feel better about yourself right yeah and I would try to like encourage that and like. And pretty much like just if you have a like plan to like improve your lifestyle then your depression might never go away but it might improve and might be manageable yeah where you don't feel like you're always like in the dark and you want to or have like suicidal thoughts yeah because like i feel like suicidal thoughts only come when you're really weak mentally and you feel like there's nothing else right yeah so i think i actually just had a thought i was like because like be you being the model here since you're the one who actually deals with my depression i'm like thinking if you actually want to help someone who's depressed i think the best way to be able to help them is to just not give up on them right Mm -hmm. to just i know it's like really tiring but if you really want to help this person you would stay and you would do whatever you can to help them whether it's listening to them or just you know like hugging them and hugging it out and listening to them cry or whatever or you know just just being there for them and if those things don't work Another thing that counts is you not giving up trying to find what works for them. Because every person is different, right? We don't have a definite answer of what um, helps someone be happy and stuff. But uh, I think that's something you've been doing. Like, I mean, you're still here. You're still my husband. So <laughs> so I would like to say you haven't given up yet, right? So, yeah. Um, yeah, it's just, I don't know. It's really hard. And like I said, I don't blame people for not knowing or being able to or not having the patience to deal with it yeah, because, because everyone else has their own life to live yeah. and they need to pay bills and they gotta yeah, work exactly. like obviously like that's why this shit is so complex like if but like i guess like we're talking about in terms of like if you're a family member if you're a really close friend to somebody then you have the ability to support them yeah but also, like, it's not going to be easy to support them. It's going to be really hard to support them. Yeah. But you have the power to support them. Yeah. Well, I think that wraps up our podcast for today, you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, once again, my name is Trisha, and this is... Calvin. Yes. <laughs> I want to watch a movie. Okay, we'll watch a movie. Um... Yeah, so um, thank you guys for listening and we'll see you guys or we'll, yeah.
will be here for be the next touch. yeah <laughs> for the next episode thank you for listening again bye